This is Ursula Hogan. Welcome you to News Extra on Scarab Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events that are in the news. Last Sunday, the East Clare Memorial Committee celebrated those involved in the fight for Irish freedom during the War of Independence. In 1921, Paddy MacDonald from Bodike was centrally involved here in East Clare, and last Sunday his son Andreas was invited to lay a wreath at the grave of the Scarif Martyrs. At the events, Dr Tomás Macamara gave us the background to Paddy MacDonald's story. But we have to reflect back on our own history here as well today, and why we gather here today. And when you think just over a hundred years ago, the memories that were there and the memories that carry on. And that's why we have special guests here today, the MacDonald family, to the Lay the Reed. And to introduce them, I'll call on Dr. Tomás Macamara to give a brief history about the MacDonald family's involvement in the War of Independence. Grimila Mahagod Pesh. Um, just Brabellamar or Ardus, Tashifirtavakigoni Mar Bamadilig, Emaha, and son, Ach by on Rolag Fosan, by Skeel Martyr Nescarava, Agaskeel, and on Koga, Temple, Erhorn Thor, and so Homa. Just a, a very brief departure before I say a few words about the McDonald's. Pat already mentioned about Tony Divney and, and the commemoration tomorrow, but, but there's connections everywhere, and one of the men that's being commemorated tomorrow, Jack O'Halloran. The memorial that was installed to him uh, was done so in 1952 and one of the key men behind the installation of that memorial was a man called Joe McMahon who was the father of Father Joe McMahon here. So um, there's connections everywhere in the landscape of memory and in the landscape of history all around us. Just to say a few words about um, the MacDonald family and, uh, the, the, and Paddy MacDonald in particular. Uh, I'm very proud to be involved in inviting the MacDonald family back here today because they're a big part of the history of East Clare. Andreas is here and Brian is here and we think of the late uh, Michael MacDonald, his wife Mary is here as well of course. And they're very proud of their father and, uh, and rightly so because Paddy MacDonald, um, some of you may not be aware of his role in the fight for independence um, but certainly we all should be because Paddy was one of the most active IRA volunteers in the whole of the East Clare Brigade and was involved in all of the major confrontations that took place across East Clare during that time. So too were his family, his mother Margaret, his sisters Margaret, Annie, Kathleen and Bridget, uh, who all suffered uh, as, as a result of their family's commitment to Irish independence and Irish freedom. Their home, which again is in our landscape, in our landscape of history and memory, is across the road from Michal Max. Now, so any time you make your way to Bedike from Tungraney, or you'll make your way to Tungraney from Bedike, you'll see uh, across the road from Michal Max the remains of the MacDonald home place. And that home, during the period we're reflecting on, was raided multiple times by British forces, multiple violent raids by British forces who attempted to capture Paddy MacDonald because of his commitment to the fight for Irish independence. And during those raids, his sisters suffered, his 
mother suffered and anybody else connected with the home suffered. And eventually, in December 1920, their home was burned to the ground by members of the RIC, Auxiliaries and uh, Black and Tans. And that night that that house was burned, a man who we had here a number of times to lay a wreath was a 14-year-old boy. His name was Paddy Gleason. And Paddy looked across from the upper window of what later became Michal Mack's house and saw the house burning. They invited the MacDonald family into their home to shelter them and watched across as their house burned to the ground. So having experienced all of that, they continued their commitment to Irish independence. And Paddy took the anti-treaty side in the Civil War. And that was a very difficult decision because it put him against many of his former comrades. But such was the commitment he had to the Irish Republic that he continued to do that because he didn't believe that unless, or he believed strongly, that unless everybody was free, then nobody was free. And I know that the MacDonald family continued to manifest that commitment to the Irish Republic in the years and decades that followed. So when we think of the War of Independence, when we think of the revolutionary period, we should think of people like Paddy MacDonald and his family. And it's our determination in the East Clare Memorial Committee to expand the awareness of people throughout East Clare of the different people, the different places that are completely relevant to us on a daily basis. Wherever we are in East Clare, you will all have connections to this period and to the fight for Irish independence. So I'm very proud, as I said, as a Tungraney man, uh, to be here to see the MacDonalds come home to their East Clare, to where their people fought for our independence, um, and to, again, on Easter Sunday, when we think of the, the symbolism behind the fight uh, uh, behind the Easter Rising of 1916, that embodiment, I suppose, as it had become of that fight. Uh, we have to think of people like Paddy MacDonald. And finally, I'll just make a point that in the days that followed the Easter Rising, uh, the RIC, uh, at the behest of the British Crown, put posters up around Tumgraney and Scarif, declaring that the Easter Rebellion had been suppressed that the Easter Rising had been suppressed, that this drive for independence by these troublemakers had been suppressed. Paddy MacDonald went around after them and tore them all down because he knew there would be no suppression of that drive for Irish independence. So again, I'm proud to have the MacDonald's Erfad, It's Easter Sunday, and it's our annual commemoration, but tomorrow we could say listening to you for the day, uh, those memories and those, that research that you put into your book, and I've no doubt there'll be more to come. It's very humbling to listen to it. And we're really honored to have the MacDonald family here today, and indeed, I think Paddy visited the Scarif Martyrs here in the church the night to visit them before they were buried as well. So I'll now call on Andreas MacDonald, to lay a wreath at the grave of the Scarif Martyrs. Well done, Andreas, and a big round of applause there. Will you stand here behind the monument and see the reflection on his face and the memories that come out in his face when he was laying that wreath and the memory it 
really gets to your heart and you feel something special has happened here again and the memories have been preserved and honoured. So, Wheel of Thank you very much, Andreas and your family, for travelling from all parts of Ireland to being here with us today. A night of the musicals took place last weekend at Scariff, Bay at Scariff Community College with the three nights totally sold out. The Sunday night performance was broadcast live on Scariff Bay Community Radio and during the interview, Owen O'Hagan chatted with some of the class me cast members. I'm also joined by a fellow who took 20 pieces of silver. He, he paid 40 for this, uh, to get this part in this, in this musical. Now, Brendan, welcome. Thanks very much, Owen. <laughs> uh, you're a novice here in the East Clare Musical Society, but not to the stage. No, I think I did my first musical when I was about 10. Uh, so I've taken a break of a couple of years now. It's been maybe 20, 21 years since I last actually did a show. But uh, I haven't been off the stage in that time. But yeah, it's been a while since I've done a musical. <laughs> uh, you moved down to County Clare very recently, didn't you? Um, well, Fairly recently, I should say. Fairly we moved. We moved. We moved to Clare about 22 years ago, but we only moved to East Clare about two and a half years ago. So uh, just before the lockdown. <laughs> so you did you see the show before the lockdown? You weren't a member then. Did you see the show? I wasn't. I couldn't get a ticket. I tried. I couldn't get a ticket to the last one. <laughs> you had to come and paid me 20 pieces of silver. I would have given you one. I didn't know you at that point, Owen. I'm afraid. <laughs> Listen, uh, the listeners to Scarf Bay Community Radio have been listening to you there now. You've done, you did a solo earlier on. What was the solo? Uh, Heaven on Their Minds. Um, that is one of Judas's kind of introductions given out to Jesus. Um, it's uh, quite a quite a big number. <laughs> it's vocal acrobatics, but uh, it's one I've waited a good few years to do, and it's been a lot of fun. Tell tell actually that story about the first time you got the role. So, when I was in school, my school was doing Superstar, and I was told I was going to be singing Judas, and then got told uh, by my parents, oh, by the way, we're moving to Clare. So I had to step away from the show. <laughs> and 22 years later, here I am in Scarif. <laughs> so, you auditioned for this role, did you? Yes. I heard you didn't have to pay the 40 pieces of silver, really, did you? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to pay about three burst vocal cords to get it. <laughs> now, jo I know Johnny O'Brien, the musical director, is very impressed with you and dragged you onto the show then and, and you, you found that role of Judas came automatically. Yeah, it was kind of just, I don't know, it just, yeah, it, it was one I could get my teeth into, really get my teeth into and just, I love doing it. I've loved every minute of it. It's just been amazing. So yeah, it's, it's been a pleasure. Um, you'll come back to East Clare Music Society then, you? Of course. Of course. No doubt about it. I, you can't get rid of me now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I will say that our station manager, Jim Collins, is sitting right beside me here. And uh, I should tell Jim and the listeners that we may have a future volunteer on Scarf Bay Community Radio here. Because he has great experience in local radio as well, haven't you? A small bit. Oh, God. He's slapping I'm handcuffs on I'm me now. I'm actually getting handcuffed here. <laughs> um, a little bit. A little bit. I did... I did. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We're being moved around. Um, I. Were you Judas? We have a new extra on the radio here this evening. <laughs> <laughs> this is what 
happens Little when you stage whisper there. See that? <laughs> this is what happens when you step out from behind the stage. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to have the hoodie over your head now. Oh, not sorry, sorry, see who you sorry. Are. I thought it might be a bit too dramatic coming out with the hoodie over my head, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried to go below the radar. Listen, Brendan, thanks for talking to the Thank listeners. Thank you so much, radio, And good luck with the rest of the show. Thank and we will so see you soon. Oh, for sure. Cheers. For sure. Thank you so bye much. Maeve O'Brien has joined me here in the, the in the very cramped space here in the back of the hall in Scarf Beauty College. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. You certainly stirred up the audience tonight. <laughs> I hope I did anyway. I've been practicing for God knows how long. It didn't rain at their parade. Did it rain on stage because it was leaking the roof earlier on? Yeah, watch out. I've been worried about slipping, but I think we'll be fine. It's pretty far back, so I'll never be behind the stage. <laughs> Tell the listeners what age you are. Um, I was 18 just there um, uh, a week ago on Saturday. Well, happy birthday from us and the Thank listeners. I want to say, where did you get that voice from? Well, I have two very talented parents, um, Jim O'Brien, Louise Donlin. Um, they're both avid singers and avid musicians. So I didn't lick it off the ground, I suppose, but um, I attest all of my knowledge and musical knowledge to them. Uh, I think you have a great future for that voice now because at 18 years of age, that deep and that powerful, you're going to blow the socks off lots of people. Thanks very much, thank you so much. Yes, I'm going to get to the backstage because I know that you have to take a rest and have some food, so we'll talk to you later. Well done, Maeve. Thank thanks for talking to the listeners. Thanks very much, thank you. I've been joined by one of our MCs, the beautiful Sarah King from Agunalo. Thanks for joining the listeners in Scarf Bay Community Radio. You're very welcome, thank you very much. There's people listening all over the world. Wow, that's amazing. And Thanks that's the, for listening. That's the power of radio and the power of the internet as well. It's fabulous. Uh, we are on Scarf Bay Community Radio, 88.3, 92.7 locally, and also all around the world at scarfbayradio.com, as well as the Radio Garden and the TuneIn Radio app. There's so many ways to tune in, but they're all tuned in tonight. And listening to you and listening to all the, the beautiful singers that are on stage here tonight. It's fantastic. There's such a wealth of talent here tonight and it's all local talent from Killaloo, Scarif, uh, Tulla and O'Gunnelow. So we're, we're very blessed to have all this talent here tonight. You've taught a few of them as well, haven't you? Have to sing? Uh, yes, I might have had a little hand in some, with some of them along the way, but they're, they're, they've flown the nest now and doing their own thing and they, they're achieving and some of them want to go on and study full time. So wish them all the best and a great bunch of people to be working with. Uh, it's just been an absolute honour and privilege to be working with them. As, as an MC, how does it feel to come on the stage? Like you, 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 you start the whole show and you start tonight by singing cabaret and stepping out. Is, is, it, is it scary? Well, it is and it isn't. It's great to have your song over and done with from the very beginning. So it means you can relax then and just get into the role of MC and make the audience, draw the audience in make them comfortable and enjoy the show and yeah so in, in that respect it's, it's great to have the song finished with. <laughs> and the, list, the listeners to Scarf Bay Cruise Radio will have heard you say that uh, Damien, your co-MC, your co was your headmaster, your teacher. Uh, my former principal, I won't say older, uh, <laughs> yes he uh, was my principal in O'Gunlow National School and um, he arrived in O'Gunlow when I was in fourth class. And uh, yeah, and a fantastic teacher and a great school and it's great we're all living in the area and we see each other regularly. And you, you never left the Gunnelow really? I Well I did for a while, I was teaching in Dublin for about 20 years and I'm home now about 10 years and uh, I'm uh, teaching in... Um, 
teaching in a little music school in Killaloo called Monster Music Academy. Yeah, we're just, uh, we're just trying to get the sound department to turn down the music. It's getting very loud all of a sudden here. It's very hard to turn down Michael Bublé. Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of an event himself, isn't he? Yeah, absolutely. But listen, uh, there hasn't been much lead time into this musical, sure there hasn't, this, this night at the musical. It's only six weeks. Only six weeks. Normally we have a much longer run, but um, yes. Look, we're just trying to, after COVID and everything stopped for two years, we literally had done a fabulous show before COVID, then everything stopped. And we just thought it'd be great to get the momentum going again, get it up and going. And Johnny O'Brien has been absolutely fantastic. He rallied the troops, so like your cell phone and the PR and all the cast and crew and the sound. It's just a really fantastic team effort and the local community have been so supportive been absolutely fantastic that we could put on the show tonight. We were uh, we've, we're listening to some of the people who are singing here who have gone on to study music and study drama as well, isn't it? Yes, yes, Chloe O'Halloran actually, she's studying in Scotland and Maeve O'Brien as well that you heard is hoping is doing her, only turned 18 a few weeks ago. Uh, last, last week, week actually, said, yeah, last, last week. week, so she's hoping to go on and study musical theatre as well. And of course we have uh, Vashti Currens. Um, back as well. She's she's full time in the West End, and then she's based now in in Mannheim. And she's such a fantastic uh, person and mentor to have here. And she's just got into the whole camaraderie and vibe of the show. And it's just she's just been fantastic. And and everyone here has been taught to sing and taught to play by Johnny O'Brien, either in choirs or in the musical Absolutely. or in musical yeah. drama. Some Johnny sort. is a force, really uh, fantastic to have in the community. He taught in Scarf Community College and he started the musicals and East, he founded the East Clare Musical Society and it's just gone from strength to strength and it's been fantastic. Uh, we have another full half a show to go, yes? Uh, a we second do act. Indeed. We I'm do going indeed. to let you off to get ready for Thank second half. Thank you very half. much, Sarah Joel. King, it's MC been a pleasure talking to you. And just also we'd like to say on um, behalf of everyone to wish Vashti the best of luck. She's expecting her first child and she's five months pregnant and we wish her all the best. And she's playing a blinder, strutting her stuff up there on stage. So thank you so much, Owen. Thank you, Sarah. Talk to you later. You've been listening to News Extra on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we'll keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarif Bay Community Radio. Mm-hmm.